funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, colors some sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. We're broadcast live Don't out do- of the Georgia Radio <laughs> Reading Service, and the NPR <laughs> building is a... Uh, I can't do Here, let thing. me show you. Well, you <laughs> Hello, world. Welcome to the Funniest People We Know. We are recording not live. That's a terrible intro. That's why you don't ask me to do it. I was just going to say, you just mispronounced <laughs> the name of our podcast. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Wait, what that did you terrible. say? You yeah, said I the mean, funniest people we know. <laughs> the funniest people we know. Oh, no, it's not we. No, <laughs> it's just Will. You know what, though? For the rest of the season, you yeah. can just get mad at me and be like, it's not we! <laughs> it's the funniest people I know! TJ, will you try an intro? Uh, hello, world. These are the funniest people we knew. Podcast <laughs> live. No, no. <laughs> Where we feature uh, old, dead comedians. The funniest, funniest people, people we knew. <laughs> our ghost Today's Bob Hope. <laughs> Tomorrow, a special segment on Clay Aiken. <laughs> Why are we Clay Aiken is not dead. <laughs> Clay Aiken might be dead. We hey. love you. I haven't heard I, from him I mean. in a while. Clay Aiken, if you're out there, we're worried about you, buddy. Write us an email at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com. Alexandria, please intro the show. Hello, and welcome to the funniest people I know. I am Alexandria, and we are coming to you from the Gar Studio with some hot new stuff. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, I like it. This guy's exciting. I think I'm going to leave. That was... Yeah. <laughs> we don't need Will at all. That was great. That was great. The pew, 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 that was nice, yeah. Right? Happy oh, New like Year, Cassie. ladies and gentlemen. Happy uh, New Year. It's like March. The year... <laughs> <laughs> I want to check in, though, because okay. a couple months ago, we all set some pretty lofty resolutions. Uh-oh. As we do. <laughs> and I want to see how those are going. George, can you remind us, perhaps, how the self-care is going? Yes, I took on the resolution of self-care, mm-hmm. and I have tried to do it. Now, one of the things that happened is I got sick, and mm. so your body makes you do some self-care. Yes, it does. And then, Will, you and I went one day and had a leisurely lunch, and then one day I skipped work and I went to a movie. Oh. Um, so I think that's some self-care. That's awesome, man. I'm really happy. Has it changed your perspective? Has it make life a little easier? I'm trying to find ways to convince myself that I shouldn't feel guilty for the moments where I'm not doing something productive. Mm-hmm. 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 How about you, TJ? What do you do for some self-care? I take a shower. and Dude, uh, a life-affirming shower yes. can change your whole mm-hmm. outlook on life. I haven't had one in about a week, and mm-hmm. I'm really thinking about it. Yeah, you got to get those showers in when you can. How about you, Alex? Yeah. Ooh, there's so many things. If I'm feeling fun, I may twerk. You know, like I may put on (laughs) my favorite music. You just put on music and twerk? And like shake my ass (laughs) around the house. Do the shower. In the circle. It's a little more dangerous, Mm. but you know, a lot of ambition there. So if I do it successfully, I feel like, ooh. But if I want to be holistic and healthy, I may hike or I may try to meditate or something like like healthy. Yeah, (laughs) waterfalls. TLC's waterfalls. Oh, go chasing. Mm-hmm. We are fostering an enormous dog that's 116 pounds oh right God. now uh-huh. that came up to our car on the side of a highway. Uh-huh. And TJ, you'll like this. Oh. His name is Big Daddy. Oh. 
<laughs> did you name him? I don't know about that. No, the shelter name. Okay. I okay. like it when dogs have human names. That TJ, is so how are your resolutions going? It's going great. You're trying to date, get out there. You're trying to Christian mingle, J-date, farmersdaughter.com, son. Yes, all of the above. I tried Christian mingle. Yeah. I made an account. Uploaded some photos, and I'm marrying Linda next Thursday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. I told you you just need to meet a nice lesbian. Exactly. You know, that's funny. I got an invitation for a barn raising from TJ, mm. and now I understand why. <laughs> exactly. You, got, you went straight real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Move into a house on Wednesday as well. So, it's moving really fast. That's how it happens. You exactly. get married, you buy a house. What mm-hmm. about you, Will? I was meant to make a short film. Mm-hmm. And we were going to film a sketch, but we had to cancel because of a snowstorm in Jasper and a cast change and whatnot. But I have written the Funky Chicken short film. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. My brother-in-law went to a birthday party singing telegram thing dressed as a chicken. It went horribly wrong. And we talked on the show about turning this into a short film. And that has happened. I've written the film. Oh. Nice. And Can I be in it? Yeah, it's like a small role. There is definitely a part for you. We're going to read it on a future episode of the show. I'd love to workshop yes. the film here. My mm. other resolution was to get good grades in grad school. I've had one assignment, and I got a 95. Hey, yes, look at you. We should bring them in. We'll put them on the refrigerator here at the studio. Yeah. All right, we'll do that. That'd be lovely. Aww. Thank you. Alexandria, mm-hmm. how are yours going? I had book a commercial on my list. We yeah. haven't done that over here. <laughs> so, you know. so that one's still in process. We're still in process. 2020 isn't over. I know January felt like it was about a year long, but it is not over. So there's still some time for that. Punctuality. I think I have been doing a little mm-hmm. bit better. You were here first today. I was. You well, were. like kind of second. It was still before the show, like before uh-huh. our call time today. Mm-hmm. And I was too. Hang out with George more. You haven't done that. I am a failure. Uh, you know, I have a bar. You can just come and drink for free I know, with me. I know. I have to, my lazy ass is going to get up to Jasper's. Who's carpooling? I got gas. Because, I can carpool. Yeah, okay. That'd be great. I have good snacks and good music. We're yeah. carpooling. It's less than an hour. If it's like Atlanta traffic, but less than an hour. Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. You just got to leave in the morning while people are coming in. That's the trick. Yeah, come drink with me in the morning. Yes. I mean, sometimes we need it. In this administration, mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes we're doing pretty good. Okay, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm married. Well, getting married. I know. I'm so proud of you. She's what, nice. What's her name? Linda? Linda. I want to talk to Linda. Yeah. She spells it with an E, interestingly. Like L-E-N-D-A? Like Linda? Linda. Well, Alexandria, I have some good news for you. Okay. I've got a quarter in my pocket. Uh-huh. Go ahead and hold that for me. Okay. Where is this going? I'm going to hire you as the first voiceover artist on the Funniest People I Know podcast. Yeah. Well, that's... We've got a new advertisement. Okay. We are sponsored by Zap Detergent. Ooh. And uh, you will have had a commercial this year. This is true. Okay. All right. Are you ready? You this start line. with this first line and you read the third line. Here we go. Okay. Hey, Joe. How are you doing? Great. Thanks to Zap Detergent, my brand new dishwasher detergent, my dishes are cleaner than ever. Are you talking about the revolutionary Zap Detergent that is powerful enough to remove coffee stains and prevent cloudy film for crystal clear dishes? Yeah. Wow, Zap sounds amazing. I'm going to have to get some too. I know. 
that I was will. beautiful. Thank that you. That was amazing. Um, I do need that quarterback. That's my Aldi quarter. Okay, here you go. I Thank got you. you. Thank you. <laughs> so congratulations on completing your resolution, Alex. Now yes. you just have to hang out with me. Right. Mm. On every show, we do a writer's room segment where we workshop something. We have the writer's graveyard where we read something bad that we tried to write that wasn't funny. And tonight, George is in the hot seat. This is a little different because this is an old sketch I wrote a long time ago uh, when I was taking a writing class with a friend of the pod, Tom Rhodes. Oh, I love Tom Rhodes. He told us to do a sketch between two people who had known each other for at least six months. And so this is what I wrote for him. And at the end of it, he said, well, not all sketches have to be funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. I kind of like this, so I wanted to share it when I came across it the other day. The name of the sketch is Uber X, E-X. I'll read the stage direction. Will, you'll read the role of Kevin, an eager guy with a heart of gold. And Alex, you'll read for Allison. Okay. Um, Do I get a part? Do you want to read the stage direction? Can I? It doesn't like another character. No, no, you just those are just those two. Do you want to read stage I, I can do stage. Okay, so TJ, you'll read stage directions. Wait, what are you reading? Uh, nothing. I guess I'll just sit here and listen. You stole no, his role. No, you, you can do stage directions. Okay, no. okay. Thank you, TJ. <laughs> I was really looking forward to it. Okay. All right. Uber X. If all I get is stage directions, I don't even want to be a part of it. I don't. <laughs> Wait, there's a sound effect at some point. I'll point to you, and you make the sound effect. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Exterior, front porch, morning. Kevin, an eager guy with a heart of gold, lingers outside an adorable house. The door opens. Allison frantically emerges in dramatic sunglasses carrying a huge bag. She's instantly irritated at the sight of him. No. Wait. No. I literally do not have time for this. I'm on the way to the airport and my Uber is here. I know. I'm your ride. You've got to be kidding me. Haven't you heard? I'm an Uber driver now. Best in town. Five stars, baby. And tell me, Kevin, of all the Uber drivers in the city, what are the odds that you are the one I got? I, uh, well... uh, You're stalking me again, aren't you? No, no. I just happen to be driving in the neighborhood, and then, ding, I'm summoned here. Mm. Allison doesn't believe him. I swear, Allie, it was the universe. It's kismet. Kismet? Or stalker. Kismet. Promise. So let me give you a ride. The universe said so. Mm, that's not a good idea. I'll just cancel and order a new car. Come on. Check it out. I've totally souped up the old Taurus. Kevin proudly shows off the 90s hand-me-down car. Allison hesitates. <sighs> well, it's clean. Yes, it is. And that's just the beginning. Now, as you can see here, I have installed back massagers in all the seats, window shades, and passengers can nosh from a fine selection of snacks, candy, and brand name water. Uh, Look, I even have Grey Poupon. Pretty fancy, huh? This is ridiculous. You always take the fun out of everything. That's not fair. Sorry, you're right. I shouldn't bring up old stuff. Uncomfortable silence. <laughs> is that the sound? No. Oh. <laughs> Aha! Kevin has a brilliant idea. He rummages in the snack box, then teases her with a pack of Rolos. She refuses a Come on, mm. they're your favorite. She inevitably relents. The chocolate brings a slight smile. <sighs> okay, I'll admit, this is pretty swanky. For a Taurus, that is. Five stars, baby. It's nice to see you finally passionate about something. Other than smoking weed and video games, that is. 
And I must say, you do look pretty cute in that blue suit. No, I look handsome in my blue suit. Handsome. Like a man. She touches his chest. They share a moment. (laughs) They kiss. She pushes him away. I, I shouldn't have done that. Yes, you should. They kiss again. He becomes aroused. She notices. See what you do to me? Hey, how about I pop the hatchback for old time's sake? Hey, Kev, I don't think... He gives her the look. She caves. Uh, Sure, for old time's sake. He opens the hatchback and she sits. He leans into her. Hold on, do you still keep the rubbers in the same place? She reaches into the compartment. What is this? She knows exactly what it is. A big-ass bag of weed. Mm -hmm. You haven't changed at all. I have. Ali, listen to me. I have changed. I'm so stupid. God, I am so stupid. No, you're not. I'm serious. Things are different now. No, they are not. You'll forever have this Peter Pan complex. Allison, please. You need to go. I'm calling another Uber. Look, by the time it gets here, you'll be super late. Just let me give you a ride. I promise no funny business. I'll drop you off at the airport, and then you'll never see me again. She agrees begrudgingly. They get into the car. He drives. It's silent until Allison's phone receives a text. Beep boop. <laughs> Wait, can I try it again? Uh, ding dong. <laughs> There's someone at the car door. I also installed a doorbell in my Ford Taurus. Whoosh. He got an email. Bloop. How's it go? Have you never received a text? <laughs> like a ding sound or something. Bloop. 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 There's also a fish tank in the back. <laughs> oh, yeah, listen to that muffler, baby. Alice has gotten so complicated. That's my super tiny telephone. I was so confused. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> what is it? Right. It's silent until Allison's phone receives a text. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. Sorry, Alex. Ding, ding. It's, it's something yeah. I ate. That one works. That one works. Yeah. yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Wait. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> Who said this wasn't funny? <laughs> Great. What? I totally forgot. I'm supposed to pick someone up. Not a problem. I can do that. Where? No, Kevin. It's. The person we have to pick up is my fiancé. She shows him the ring with a, look, see? Oh. Why don't you just pull over and let me get another car? No. No, it's cool. I can't ask you. Seriously, it's fine. I can handle this. I'm a professional. Five stars, baby. I guess. (sighs) A long silence. Hey, Allie, I just want you to know... I will... No, don't. Please don't. Just drive. End. <laughs> Yay! This is the most serious sketch I've ever seen. Five stars, baby! I love Tom as the teacher. <laughs> Just deciding Thank that he's going to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Right? Not all sketches have to be funny. <laughs> which I think he's wrong. I think that being funny is an important yeah. distinction between sketch and short play. Yeah. I wouldn't even know where to give you a note on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I would start perseverating on oh. <laughs> a game that 
what would make it funny? Well, because I think the idea that he's somehow... I mean, clearly he was waiting for her to take an Uber. He's a stalker. That's what I think. So I think then, well, what else has he done? Oh, I've also packed your luggage. No, it's already in the back seat. I bought a plane ticket next to you. We're going together. Oh, you know creepy. what I'm saying? What's she got against him smoking weed? Oh, yeah. right. Also, I noticed as we were reading this that they're both very clear that they're in a hurry to get to the airport. Mm-hmm. That's why he has to be to the ride. Yet they have time to have sex in the back seat of his yeah. car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no one was like, we don't have time for that. Yeah. Oh, when the yeah. passion hits. I mean. <laughs> you know, when, it, mm-hmm. when he gives you the look. Yeah. I've never seen that. Right. Yeah, that was in all caps, too. Yeah, and like, in clothes. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, George. That uh, was a very unfunny sketch. <laughs> very unfunny sketch, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Thank you for making it funny, TJ. Yeah, oh, but I always <laughs> no. hear for sound effects if you okay, need me. I still really want us to reflect on how hard it was for TJ just to give us a regular beep or uh, like t- ding. Um, yeah. Oh, this is you, why we're going to put you in charge of wardrobe and not sound when yeah. Will makes his move. No, that makes sense. I want to move on to pop culture blind spot. I had to watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I actually think it should just be called The Black Real Housewives. Okay. Because when you look up Real Housewives shows, Mm -hmm. it's a bunch of annoying rich white women. Mm -hmm. And the Atlanta one is great because it's the same, except it's a bunch of annoying rich black women. This is very true. (laughs) Yeah, they mean the same thing. I think this show is great because it shows us that the Hollywood of the South can be just as shallow as the real Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Atlanta is the black Hollywood. That is a quote from the show. Real housewife shows, funny people, are bad for America. (laughs) (laughs) The characters personify the worst parts of American consumerism. Uh, The women are shallow, material, catty, cruel, and have their priorities way out of whack. You can see why it's popular with gays. (laughs) (laughs) Alternative names for the show, The Real Housewives of Atlanta, might be annoying rich people, (laughs) women who marry athletes, the downside of American exceptionalism, (laughs) <laughs> Anti-compassion charade, bad rich people, or entitlement junction. Mm. They lack real values and put money and status before anything else. Unless the point of the show is satire, where the audience learns that, in fact, rich people are not any happier than broke folks, then the show is simply void of intellect and insight, and the worst example of narcissistic rich bastards caring more about their fashion choices than using their resources to make the world a better place. Let's get into the characters now. Wait, is this season one? This is episode one, of which I could not get through. Wow. (laughs) It's been a minute. I know, I'm excited. The show opens with Deshaun, who has just ordered a new house. Well, I started at the beginning. I didn't know where to start. You did. Forgot about her. I'm sorry. I just watched season one, episode one. Deshaun spends three hours with an architect and orders a mansion. And the Mm. first thing she says is, yeah, I probably should have spent more time on it, but we'll see what it looks like. (laughs) That's the show. That doesn't feel like enough time for a mansion. Mm -hmm. She also hires this very uppity estate manager. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in the scene, she says, well, I know we have company. Would you like me to offer service of luggage and unpacking? And there's this very awkward moment where she doesn't know how to handle this level of highfalutin service. And we just think it's not going to work out with the Mm -hmm. estate manager. Mm -hmm. She don't get it. I, I want to talk about Nini. Oh, yes. my God. Nini. The queen has arrived. Nini, to me, is the only funny one. Okay. She's a complete hot mess, but at least she has a good time. Mm-hmm. She seems to both delight and tick people off everywhere she goes. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's this equal part of, oh, Nini's here, and oh, Nini's here, mm-hmm. in every single scene. Nini has a feud with Sheree. They have a lot of history going way mm-hmm. back, which culminates at the big party at Sheree's house, which is the talk of the town, and everybody in Atlanta is going to be here. There's also Kim, 
one white girl on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a few Kim quotes that I've written that I'd uh-huh. like to share with you all. Okay. If I'm going to die tomorrow, I'm going to die wearing Dior. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. yep. This one I had a particular issue with. I'm a black woman trapped in a white woman's body. Oh, my God. Ooh, that yeah. sounds Kim-like. Yeah. Woman, no, you are not. <laughs> People always said I should have been black anyway. Who's saying, saying that? that? No Nobody one's saying that. that. Nobody's ever told Nobody you that, Nobody says that. What do you mean, should have been? What? No. She says in the very first episode, I really want to buy a fully loaded Cadillac today. Today. And she goes to the dealership and does it. And this is the weird part about Kim. Mm-hmm. She has a man of mystery who's her benefactor. Yeah. Big Daddy. That she calls yeah. Big Papa. Oh, Big yeah, Papa. Big Papa. Oh, wow. Big Daddy is the name of the foster dog that Lily and I. That's right. I, I confuse the two all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does go to the dealership and buys a $69,000 Cadillac mm-hmm. and drives it right off the lot. Oh, my God. I forgot about Big Papa. I didn't love the show. I don't think I would watch it again. It is the worst part of American exceptionalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I've done is I thought reality TV is really big. You never know when you're going to get a chance to pitch. And we have a lot of film folks listening to this show. So I've created a list of shows that are reality shows that I'd rather watch than The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real Carnival Barkers on Tour. <laughs> Carnival Barkers? Uh-huh. What are those? People that sell tickets at the Ferris wheel at the state step fair. Step right up. Oh, step. Car- yeah. yeah. Like the president. Yeah. Maybe. Dentist <laughs> drama. A day in the life of Atlanta's worth dental office. <laughs> this drama. Oh, God. Anything with... With Paula Deen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walmart, the reality show. That would be great. Oh, now that would and be, yeah, that would be tacky fun. Toll yeah. Booth Tales. That's my review of the first episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta, and there won't be any more reviews because I'm never going to watch another episode. But, <laughs> but then we'll, you'll never get to where Kim puts out her music video, Tardy for the uh, Right. Yes. Um, so oh my gosh. I have a Kim Zolciak story. You know, she had a spinoff reality show, Don't Be Tardy mm-hmm. for the Party. Mm-hmm. Well, yours truly played a background role what? when she went to go adopt a dog yeah. from the Mansell campus. Oh, yeah. yeah of Atlanta Humane Society. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Were you man in the background with dog? I was. I was. That's very cool. That's my proudest role yet. (laughs) Producer Jane told us earlier that she had gone to a restaurant recently, Mm -hmm. and the Real Housewives were at the restaurant upstairs celebrating someone's birthday, and one of the housewives brought her a drink. I don't know why they brought Jane a drink. I guess they're trying to get on the show. (laughs) Which housewife? I bet it was Candy. Candy's sweet. Like, Candy's nice, and when she came on, because she was not on the first season... She brought some sort of level of humanity to mm. <laughs> the Real Housewives series. I did like Deshaun. I forgot she was a little dingy. That's what you were noticing. But she was the most humble one. And I think there was another personality, Lisa Wu Hartwell, who was married to a football player at the time. And she was nice. But, like, Nene was wretched. Sheree was wretched. I don't know if she was building that house. Chateau, Sheree. Yeah. Sorry, girl. If you do listen, Sheree. <laughs> but you know, okay. You will hear from her. Right. She we were going to cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> I also think the show is a little sexist. Okay. Uh, because mm, here's a chance where we're going to go, all right, it's a reality show. It's a big blowout thing all about women. We're going to mm-hmm. feature women where the men aren't the focus. And we show them doing the most stereotypical, mm-hmm. awful, horrible, this is catty true. women things. 
How about women CEOs? Let's watch that show. Will. Show me women doing interesting, cool things. No one would watch it. I'm, I'm <laughs> so sorry. The, the, if you put Nini on it, yeah. Like I saw Nini on The Apprentice. People uh-huh. watch. Yeah. Oh my god! I just think, yeah. like there's a clip that's resurfaced with her going off on Star Jones. Oh yeah, she hated Star Jones, and she called Latoya Jackson a Casper the Ghost. Oh my god! <laughs> Nini is a wretch. Well, folks, we've got a very special guest on the show. He's a longtime listener. This fellow proposed to his girlfriend on Valentine's Day. He's going to call in, and we're going to hear all about it. We don't know how it went. George, let's get him on the line. Today we have Lester McMurray on the line. The last time I talked to Lester, he told me he was going to make an epic proposal to his girlfriend on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. And so I told him I want to hear all about it. So, Lester, are you on the line? That I am. All right, Lester, well, we're dying to hear about this proposal. What was this epic proposal on Valentine's Day? Oh, well, so for my beloved Mary Lou, I wanted to do something big but not ostentatious. <laughs> okay, that So I decided good. that I was going to go a more traditional route. None of the jumbotrons, none of the sky riding, none of that, no. <laughs> right. I was going to bring her to a lovely little restaurant and then do something big within that restaurant to really, really catch her attention and tell her that I was the one. Okay. So we started out at what? this little lovely French <laughs> restaurant called La Petite Abergeois. <laughs> oh, I love which that is French great. Huh. Or the little Abergeois. <laughs> <laughs> These words are so unexpected. Right? And I wanted to make sure that the evening was special, so we ordered things like the escargot, which the, the maitre <laughs> told us would be excellent. Mm-hmm. Now, escargot I've never had before, but it's these little, like, mushroom things that are really tasty. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. I couldn't get enough. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was delicious, I bet. Absolutely. They pop in your mouth. It's so good. <laughs> now, my Mary Lou was quite impressed with this. We decided, as we were going to continue, that we should eat all of this glorious meal and then continue on to dessert. Dessert, mind you, was where I had planned it. Okay. Okay. What'd you do? Mm. We had gotten this chocolate cake. La Petite Arbourgeois served a delightful chocolate cake, but that was not enough. I needed something that reminded Mary Lou of me. So what reminds a woman more of her man than some of the favorite foods they share together? Okay. Okay. Like Doritos. Mm. (laughs) Okay. We had taken Doritos and crushed them up between the layers of this chocolate cake. So they were all mixed in with the chocolate icing between the layers you a really nice, delicious nacho kick. Gross. And what pairs with Doritos? Mountain Dew. <laughs> so, a Mountain Dew demi-glaze just poured right on top because nothing goes together quite like the wonderful crunch of Doritos with the sweet tang of Mountain Dew and chocolate cake. That's that's a choice. Absolutely. It was a brilliant choice. <laughs> bold. <laughs> Very bold. Mm-hmm. Crunchy. The man knows his woman. Yep. Oh, and then, wow. because I am a stickler for tradition, we put the ring inside the cake. Oh, okay. okay. Clever. It would be a Messy. lovely moment. She would bite in. She would taste Doritos. She would taste chocolate. She would taste Mountain Dew and the diamond ring that I had purchased with all of my hard-earned money. That sounds like a moment. Yeah. For sure. Mm. It was. Beautiful. It's a word. would have been, except we get her the Uh-oh. slice. She takes a bite. Okay. And that was the bite with the ring in it. Mm-hmm. She didn't notice. Oh. Oh, no. Not at first. Oh. Not at first. Uh-oh. So the ring got wedged somehow within her esophageal like, <laughs> pipeline. Oh, oh no. Okay. And it is in there. Like, she had gone deep for this cake, and this bite had made it in. And so it is now 
wedged inside her throat, and oh she's starting God. to turn blue and hammering at the table. And I'm thinking, oh, she must really love this cake at first. And then I realize, oh, no, there is a problem. And I jump up because I'm thinking, oh, I need to save my sweet Mary Lou. Only problem is I had set that as a signal. That's when the mariachi band that I had hired came out from the back oh, of the kitchen. No. Mariachi band at a French restaurant. That's a that's a brilliant oh, combination. Yeah. The classic combination there of love. And even more important, because I wanted this to be as romantic as humanly possible, they were all in juggalo face paint. So every member of the mariachi is dressed up like an insane clown posse band member. Mm. <laughs> How about okay. that? Man, that's hot. Yeah. I mean, can you think of something more romantic than insane clown posse? I can't imagine being a guest in that magnet. restaurant. How yeah, do they no. work? People coming together. How did you get permission to use the insane clown posse? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> mm -hmm. So oh. what happened? I'm really worried about Mary Lou right now. She's in the midst of choking, and I'm thinking i got to do something, and I get in there just as the mariachi band comes up, and they start playing immediately, loud and encouraging and happy, and that is not the mood <laughs> no. at the moment. Mm -hmm. As I get my hands around Mary Lou and her girth, <laughs> and I begin the Himmler maneuver, because that is the best way to help a choking victim. No, that you need to do the Himmler maneuver. Mm. No, I think he means Heimlich. And oh. I engage in Probably. that Himmler maneuver only I do it perhaps a little too low. Uh-oh. Now, you tuck your thumb point in there, and you go under the sternum. Oh, no. Only I got more of the gut. And so when I pushed in, out popped the ring with a... Well, that's good. And then out flowed the rest of dinner. <laughs> oh. And it was a sort of sweet projectile of those of funny dinner. little mushrooms we had been eating mm. and our wine and our lovely French dinner and the piece of chocolate cake that she had inhaled across the room. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but there are some people that simply cannot handle the sight or the smell of another human being's vomitus. Mm. And when you Snowflakes. start magnifying it, it gets worse. Oh, my God. So what starts with Mary Lou oh then God, is the next know. table looking over and seeing Mary Lou and then beginning their own spray, oh and my the God. table beyond them looking over and seeing it and beginning their own. Oh, and no. it's sort of just like a giant shock wave of vomit and oh. puke and chunks being blown out through this restaurant, just rippling through it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. It. I think Mariachi's TJ's about to play in yeah, the middle of it so, so one of the horn blowers can get it out, and it's spraying Oh, to my him. God. And it, you know those movies set in New York in the summer? When they've got a fire hydrant open, oh my God. Spraying, <laughs> I, I, and the kids are all just running oh through it. We got the visuals. I don't yeah. know where those kids came from. We got them out of the restaurant pretty quick, but that's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> my God, Lester. I'm so glad I didn't go there for dinner that night. Did she say yes? That was not the worst part. Oh, the worst no. part is, unfortunately, going. I had misunderestimated myself and how good I am at planning the romantic activities. Okay. Because let me tell you, after a woman has vomited from Himmler Maneuver, nothing appears more romantic to a lady than a mariachi and clown face paint covered in vomit. Nothing. Sure. There's all so kinds of marriage. Sweet Mary Lou drops me immediately and begins making out with one of the mariachi band members, and that's how <laughs> I know that the answer is no. Oh, oh well, that's Lester. disappointing. You went out it's of your It's all right. Way. It's all right. Jorge's a good guy. 
Who, who knew besides, that would turn her they on? They decided to let me come back to that restaurant to eat those sweet escargot mushrooms anytime I want. That's a nice twist at the end there. Oh, that's yeah. That's really disappointing. You guys are no longer together? Still friends. Well, that's nice. And Mary Lou and her new boyfriend, Jorge, are very nice. I guess I'm happy for Mary Lou and Jorge and that you found a new favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. And I'm going to continue to go to that little abrazoire as long as I can. Do you have any advice for anyone who's considering a proposal of their own, given your experience? Mm, yes. After what I have done, my advice, stick to the Jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice, Lester. Thank you for coming on to the show, Lester. I'm sorry it didn't work out better for you, but I appreciate you sharing your story with us, even though it made TJ sick and he has left the room. (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen, and to anybody out there in the listening community that is hearing this right now, my name is Lester McMurray, and I am currently single, and I understand the joys of Doritos, Mountain Dew, and mariachi bands. So if you can, just give me a call. Thank you, Lester. Thanks for being on the show and sharing that experience with us. Thank you very much for having me. Y'all have a good day now. You too. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> that is the worst. Yeah. Ever. It was something. I just... Well, I, I feel for the guy. I really do. It's time now for a brand new game on the Funniest People I Know podcast. TJ, we've invented something for you called the Rant Wheel. We might have ripped it off, but yeah. let's say invented. There you go. <laughs> There's seven topics on this wheel. The first one we have is Donald Trump's impeachment, mm. <laughs> Georgia weather, Atlanta streets, mm. canned soup, <laughs> <laughs> the Oscars, Florida, and Dakota Fanning. All right, here it goes. All right, looks like it stopped on Atlanta streets. Y'all know how my apartment flooded, and I've been out of my place since Christmas, and they still haven't repaired it. So I take a different route now to the studio where we record, and I drive down this street called Joseph E. Lowry Boulevard. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I do. It's on the west side. So I'm driving down it, and it is the worst street in Uh Atlanta. I'm convinced. You need a Jeep Wrangler to go down this road (laughs) properly without damaging your car. Mm. I counted 20 to 30 potholes. There is one lane where it's not even at all one side of the lane is paved and one is not it's just like off-roading just like gravel and dirt and then it just ends somewhere as well and then it's like cones scattered everywhere it's an obstacle course for your car Mm -hmm. going down this road it is insane i love our mayor and everything i know there's a huge initiative to fix our roads but it's not happening quickly. I want to send a bill for new tires to the city. I think we all should. When Mayor Franklin first became mayor, she made a promise that if a pothole wasn't filled within 48 hours, she would come out and fill it herself. Wow. And about two weeks into that project, she stopped that. Right? <laughs> so you guys, I'm going to have to interrupt TJ here because your rant about your Airbnb reminded me of something that happened recently. Oh, my gosh. So I need to read this to you guys. Okay. And TJ sent me a text message the other night. Oh, my gosh. And he <laughs> said... I went to the balcony of the Airbnb we're staying in, and I saw this jacket on the railing of our balcony through the blinds. I asked my roommate, hey, did you leave a jacket on the railing? And she responds, no. 
Then we proceeded to look at it through the blinds of the door. We then spot this car just parked on the road in front of our apartment. So my imagination immediately goes to, holy bleep, our apartment has just been marked by robbers, and that's their getaway car. (laughs) God, right? Doesn't that make sense? A second later, we hear a knock on the door, and we're like, oh, hell no. So we lock the door and call the cops. After we get off the phone, they knock again. So we call the cops back, and we're like, yo, we're hella scared. And they're like, the cops are doing a shift change. So five minutes later, the car drives Mm -hmm. off. Yeah, this is insane. Who knocks on people's doors? And the knocking eventually stops. We decide just to throw the jacket off the balcony so we're no longer marked. And I go back to watching AJ and the Queen. (laughs) Great show, by the way. Well, it's an hour later and I'm in bed and the cops call back and they're like, do we still need to send someone out? And I'm like, no, I guess not. Thanks anyway. (laughs) Put me up in the middle of the night. The next morning, I'm leaving the apartment and this note falls off the door. Sorry to bother so late, but I stay above you, and I tried to throw my folks a jacket down off my balcony, and it got stuck on your balcony. Can you please get the jacket and call me, or can you bring it to me? And then it puts the nice phone number. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry, but who does that? Throws their jacket off the balcony to, like, whoever's down there, and it just lands on... Your balcony. Dad was cold. Mom yeah, was cold. They were trying to be nice, TJ. TJ yeah, like on the cops on the neighbor. Yeah, because I mean, like, who knocks on the door these days? Or does who it knocks d- on the door? Yeah, like People. out of nowhere, we yeah. don't expect someone to knock. And I don't know this neighborhood. Did you look through the peephole? No, I was scared that they would see me Y'all, looking through the peephole. The fortune teller said, yeah. that he was going to shush away the love of his life. <gasps> oh, I bet okay. that was your like soulmate. Mm. The yeah. rain. Soaked Probably. node. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of poetic. It's beautiful, isn't Probably. it? Close yeah. to his parents. Well, they were parked outside. They had their lights on, and they were like outside our apartment, like looking into our apartment too. Because they needed the jacket. They weren't really looking at you. They were like, oh, look at that TJ gentleman. You know, I don't know. I don't know this neighborhood. He's a tall drink of water. They're just like, are you on the first floor? I'm on the second. How were they looking in through your window? They were in their car, looking in like that. Like I'm like ducking my head. I'm sorry. This is listeners. You can see TJ yeah. demonstrating. Did you bring the jacket inside at that point? No. I waited for them to drive off and the knocking to stop, and then I went outside. And I knocked the jacket. You threw it into the bushes. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how the one got away. Yeah. Damn, well, this TJ. one certainly got away from us, George. Yep. Sure <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of another funniest people I know podcast and radio show. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Tell a friend about the show. Send us an iTunes like and stars and all that stuff because we sure do want to keep doing it. Have yourself a hilarious week. Bye.